Welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast, where we discuss dynasty strategy, rankings, and all things NFL. So get ready to geek out on fantasy football with your host, Rich Dotson. And welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm Rich Dotson. He's Matt O'Hara. Hey, hey. He's Garrett Price. Uh, how's it going? On the board is Jared Wackerly. What's up? And we're back. Uh, today, we're doing What's our that? award show. What's <laughs> so dumb. For all those 90s kids out so there. So dumb. <laughs> <laughs> that, was that before or after the Budweiser Frogs? Uh, I want to say after. I don't remember. Around the same time. Yeah. It, it, yeah. yeah. They were all somewhere between 98 and 2003. Mm-hmm. When commercials were good. Yeah. And you look forward to them. Yeah. 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 The was up in the Budweiser commercial. Yeah. And the but now you look back to you like there's a couple frogs. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Our expectations were very low back we then. We weren't so high on dopamine at that point. That is true. That is, <laughs> that is true. <laughs> that was it. Ooh, here's my. Uh, that Those were the uh, TikToks. Back then. Yep. Yes. Yeah, your 30 second little videos were the commercials. Everybody run to the TV. Look, it's on. Uh, so it is award season. You know, they just had whatever awards they just had for those elitists out there. Uh, <laughs> Hollywood actors that think they're sweet. Um, I don't follow. What, yeah, I don't. Which I, just, one? I, I have no idea. I don't no. follow either. Right. The only reason I know, I know anything about it is I just heard about Taylor Swift getting dissed again. That's the only reason I even know anything. Oh, about yeah. That. From that guy. It yeah. wasn't funny. Yeah. She yeah. wasn't happy about it. Yeah. Get with it. Come on. Come Dane on. Travis Kelsey. He's the all greatest fantasy football tight end of all time. I'm sure he's the one that is the catch in that in that group there. That that you don't think, you Tra- think he is? Travis Kelsey? Taylor Swift. Killer Trav? Come on. Taylor Swift's definitely the catch. <laughs> She's worth billions. So Oscars are coming up. I know that's coming up. Hopefully nobody gets slapped. Love is priceless. Carrot. That's true. Love is priceless. That is, that Sorry. is accurate. What were you saying? There's a price on love. <laughs> Don't get all materialistic on us right now. <laughs> you can buy my love. Tay-Tay can. I mean, let's not tell you. Tay-Tay can. She's a billionaire. <laughs> I need you, Rich. All right. How much do you need me? How many zeros? <laughs> There's a really long path we could go down There's that conversation. Anyways, it is a war season. Our, most of our stuff does go down a path. Yeah, that's, I mean. Not when I'm here. <laughs> that's from between the shows. In between shows, we'll go down those paths, not between here. Between those sheets with all those zeros. Um, <laughs> it's award season. It's award season. <laughs> so we're doing our dynasty awards. We do this every year. Best between the, the sheets. Years. Go ahead. Oh, I thought you were. No, best between, between the sheets. The best with, between the sheets. No, I was between like, oh, I'm interested. Spreadsheets. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's not what I was meaning. Come on, let's get going. Sorry. So, uh, yeah, we're doing our award show. Tomorrow's mm-hmm. show is going to be the headlines. Talk about, like, you know, the headlines going into the 2024 season. Yeah, things we need back. to be thinking about. Mm-hmm. So, right. um, we're going to kick off the award show here. We all, nobody has an idea who their own winner is. We all have our own Our winner. own selections. <laughs> so, so, does this uh, mean that we're going to maybe crown some, like, consensus winners? There could, I mean, there could be a consensus, like... Yeah. I, I feel, feel like, like this very guy. first one will probably be consensus. I, I ended up switching one guy from one award to another award. I was going to say, there, there is a guy that I feel like could win many of these awards. I, yeah. So I flipped. I, I, I We didn't give any rules for these. We didn't. <laughs> we usually don't. We usually don't. These <laughs> things are a free for all. There's like guidelines. Are there, though? Yeah, yeah, sure. But sure. I didn't do no. anybody twice. Did oh, anyone yeah, else? I didn't either. Okay. I didn't right. either. Matt doesn't I could sloppy have. seconds. He's a hit and quit it kind of guy. <laughs> Just one and done. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> That's it. Um, so 
I'm glad we all at least follow the same rules because I do feel like there's a guy on here that could have been for like five different awards. Oh, 100%. Sure. There's yeah. a few I took of them. one guy off and moved. I was like, okay, yeah. this, he fits. Yeah. But I got down a list. I went one by one and I got the one question. I was like, ooh, this guy fits better so, here. So this will, this will, you know, add some intrigue and be a little bit, uh, we'll see if we get some consensuses or if there's just, these guys are kind of splatter shot all over the place. Like Garrett's arm? Exactly. He Don't was, go playing that. splatter shot in it. It was. What, what is it? The... Airsoft. Airsoft. Which is I didn't, a I didn't odd because it it's yeah. not soft. No, it's it, which is even weird to call it airsoft because it's called it paintball. Yeah, it looks like a salt, brother. No, there's no paint. Yeah. There's no paint. They're just little tiny plastic BBs. Oh, so it's not airsoft. Oh, wait, that's so it's not that's, paintball. That's paintball. That's paintball. Airsoft this. is basically BB guns, more or less. Oh, you're crazy. They're, but they're plastic ones, not metal. Oh, that, yeah. By the, tele, by the look of your arm, that made yeah. a big difference. <laughs> yeah. So they're about 22 sized. <laughs> Hard plastic BBs. Yeah. Is, so is so, so it let's call it like. airsoft. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Air. air. You're alive. It's a high powered air rifle. I am alive. With not soft plastic. Hey, Dynasty Nerds. It's time to take your Dynasty game to the next level with FFPC's Dynasty Startup Leagues. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just getting started, FFPC has a league for you with entry fees ranging from $100 up to $5 thousand dollars choose from a variety of formats including superflex best ball superflex triflex one qb and standard with weekly lineups waivers trades head-to-head matchups and playoffs ffpc's fully managed leagues provide the ultimate dynasty experience most importantly the leagues are here to stay ffpc has never had a dynasty league fold they manage the entire commissioner experience from buy-in management to fulfilling your orphans ffpc is perfect place to expand your dynasty league portfolio and here's the best part as dynasty nerds listener you can get 25 dollars off any entry fee as a new member when you use the promo code nerds head over to my now to draft your team manage your roster and dominate your league with ffpc that's my promo code nerds for 25 dollars off any entry fee for new members FFPC, where dynasty dreams become a reality. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Perfect. All right, let's kick it off it. with our first award of the evening, <clears throat> our Dynasty. Tay-Tay. Now, these are all fantasy related. No, these are. Taylor Swift. Rookie of the year. T- Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift, rookie of the year. She improved the NFL more than anybody else. <laughs> Obviously. Is her, is her name Tay-Tay? <laughs> no. no. Uh, I don't know. I don't know anything about Taylor Swift. I'm sorry. <laughs> no. <laughs> I call her Tay-Tay. Okay. I have no idea. Tay-Tay Taylor. Oh, I have no idea. I don't anything about. I'm not. A, I don't know anything about her. Dude. You're not a Swifty. You almost said I'm not a Swifty, but you would have real. You would. You would have revealed you yourself. Away yeah, that you, knew. that you knew more than you're leading on. No, like my friends' daughters are like Swift. They love Taylor Swift. My, my daughter loves Taylor. Swift. <laughs> he refuses to say it. Yeah. <laughs> what? Taylor Taylor said Swifty again. I'll say Swifty all day. My daughter loves Swifty. DeAndre Swifty. They're like it. For New Year's Eve, was the best. Matt's daughter was like. He went to my wife. He's like. She's like, can I give you a makeover? And my wife's like, yeah. And she did it. And she puts the makeup on and she steps back and she's like, yes. yes. <laughs> oh, I died. It was the highlight of my whole New Year's Eve. Yes. 
Uh, so anyways, rookie of the year, Matt, who won your 2023 dynasty rookie of the year? Listen, there's a lot of guys that had excellent years, right? Mm-hmm. Um, CJ Stroud. CJ Stroud, Puka. Puka, Kyron Williams. Ky- Kyron Williams had a great year. Kyron wasn't a rookie. Though. Kyron's I mean, not a rookie. He had a great year. You're right. Sorry. He had a great year. Uh, who was I thinking of? He's a sophomore. You were thinking the, of Jameer Gibbs, Jameer Gibbs or maybe Devon A-Chain had some it, very explosive Devon moments. Devon A-Chain, um, 7.04 yards per carry. But for me, it's, it's, it's got to be Sam LaPorta, right? I mean, Ooh. this is this is a guy that came in and is the tight end one in his rookie season. Um, he scored 239 points in PPR leagues. Averaged 14.08 points per game, which was only bested by TJ Hawkinson and Travis Kelsey, who were at like 14.6. So you just don't see rookie seasons like this um, very often and at a position where we're always starved um, for more big time players. I think Sam Laporta came in this year and really showed everyone that he is here to stay. So we don't have consensus here. But I don't obviously I don't hate the selection. Yeah. But mine was I thought this was the easiest when I had all of all the questions. And it was Puka Nakua. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, he broke you can the rookie, make an argument. He broke the rookie receptions <laughs> record with 104 being Jalen Waddle. He broke the receiving yards record for a rookie with 1,473 yards uh by Bill Gorman. Finishing his wide receiver four overall. I mean, talking about better than Jamar Chase, way more consistent. I just thought there I just thought there was a better spot for him late, later on down the road. Fair, which is totally so that's where I put, it, that's where I put him. Yeah, there's only one award per people exactly per, per person here. This isn't like oh we're walking around with like all these Emmys and Oscars. And, like, and, if, you, and if you look Good. and if you look at the wide receiver landscape, right? There's a ton of them. There's a ton of wide receivers, and uh-huh. you know he he has been impactful this season, and that's how many great. Hawaiian receivers? Not many. What exactly? Uh, not not many at all. But Did this Mariota isn't this isn't a, an award for the best. Hawaiian player. Is oh, he should have because he, he would definitely he, have won. Is he Hawaiian? <laughs> I don't know. Rich claims he is. So I mean, his I'm name guessing. is Puka Nakua. And I think he's from Hawaii. So I mean, I'm a, I'm Ohioan. I don't. Yeah, I have no idea if he's actually from Hawaii or not. I don't know. I think I thought he was from Hawaii. He probably. You know what? Keep talking. I could just be like, <laughs> look it up. I could just be profiling. He's Samoan. <clears throat> yeah, that's Hawaiian, right? I mean, okay. nationality wise, but you might not be actually from Hawaii. People are like, what's your nationality? I'm, like, I'm American. Wait. Whatever. Ohioan. All right. So <laughs> for, for me, I ended up going with Puka as well. I was, I, I thought about Laporta. And, and with him being the number one guy at the position. He's Utanese? Utanese. He's from Utah. From Utah. <laughs> there we go. I he's from Utah? Yeah. I, once he, when he Provo. went to BYU, I was like, he's Provo. probably from Utah. Provo, Utah. Provo, Utah. So he, he went to BYU. He's from Utah, like born and raised. On the playground where he spent most of his days? Listen, I put in the Googles. <laughs> I, I put Puka Nakua hometown, and it put in Provo, Utah. Where's yeah. Utah University at? If that's in Provo, too, then there's a big conspiracy <laughs> going on. I don't I'm getting Gary's tinfoil hat out. <laughs> I'll bust it out again. When rookie season comes, don't worry. It's I can't coming. wait. Uh, so much for that Hawaiian award. Yep. yep. You Gary, he's your, he's your 2023. Marcus Mariota is still the Hawaiian of the year. 2023 okay. wide receiver one now. Uh, right? Yeah, I, I did I did go with Puka Nakua for the, for the rookie of the year. It was it was tough because I, I Laporta being the number one guy at the position was very tempting for me to, to put him in that spot. But I think this was even more so me having to come to grips with he was just so much better than I thought he was. 
Totally. Just so much better. And than that's I why he I thought he's going to be, he's better suited for another award sure. further down the list. Because listen, every single year there's a wide receiver that comes in. That's amazing. That finishes as a wide receiver one. When, when, how often is it that we get a tight end to come in and finish as the tight it's end? It's very one? rare. It, very rare as a We've one had time. guys that have finished as a, a, tight, a end. tight end one. Tight end one. The tight, the end, one tight end one is just, it's In total of. points, not points per game. You know what's crazy? With my runner but up he's was like, even Laporta. It was CJ Stroud. Oh, he was your second? Yeah. CJ was third for me. Yeah. And then mm. Gibbs. I agree. I agree with that. Oh, so Laporta's fourth. No, 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 no. no. Laporta was second. Oh. Then CJ, then Gibbs. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Then, what about, what then about you, Jay Wack? Devon H. He doesn't have a list. He's uh, a producer. Yeah, I didn't put together my awards, but um, if, I were, if I were to decide, I would I would side with the Puka side. Okay. Puka. And we talked about, Gary and I went through Puka versus the other 2023 wide receivers you know, on the Nerd Herd show last mm-hmm. week. And uh, I think we both ended up at the conclusion he's the wide receiver one from, from class. that class right now in our rankings. Which is hard for me to get to, but... It's true. It's just true. It's fair. It's valid. It's just true. Uh, I, even, even though I love some of the things that some of the other guys have been doing. I, um, I was, so I'm putting together my 2024 um, spreadsheets okay. for all the, the new prospects, all that good stuff. Sure. And the, my process is to kind of just update the old one and kind of clear out all the old. So I got a chance to read my Puka Nakua stuff, and it was, pretty, it was pretty good, actually. Was it? I actually had some good notes on that Did guy. Did you? But we kind of glanced over it, I think, and, and, and moved on. I was like, I think I was higher on this guy than I thought. <laughs> I'm so smart. <laughs> so yeah, I actually had some positive stuff. It know? was actually mostly positive. I need to go back and look at my hat. What'd you say? Maybe hit on a wide receiver. Oh. What do you know? Yeah. Like it's like you've done that before. Yeah. But I just didn't think I, I don't think I, maybe we just glanced over him or something. I, think you are. No, I, remember, I remember, I remember somebody saying, it's like, Oh, Puka. I, remember, I thought I said something about Puka and somebody's like, no, he has no chance of being good. Garrett. It was Garrett. It, I was not high on him. I don't remember saying that specifically. I'm going back and listen. It to wouldn't show. surprise <laughs> me because I was not. I wasn't high on. It. I thought yeah, I didn't. literally for him because I I thought he did not separate well, which he actually really doesn't separate that well. The offensive scheme is amazing for him, but I thought where he could win, it, he would have to win yards after the catch. And all my notes were like, he's amazing yards after catch. Yeah. They have like manufactured this guy That's, touches all this kind of stuff because because he's so special with the ball in his hands. I was like, you know, and I, I, and I said no NFL team is going to do that for him. <laughs> did and you then, see the? And then another team did that for. You see the video clip of like the Rams? Yes. Behind the scenes, like they had, they took him with a plan. Like they're like, we want this guy. Like, so he's a difference maker. Yeah. Like yeah, he's like he might not run combine fast, but he's football fast. Right. So, yeah. I mean, dude, I'm the same guy who sat here on the same show and said Tank Dell's off my board. Do you guys That's have fair. Rich and Matt? Do you guys have him as like in your dynasty rankings? Is he your is he your 2023 wide receiver one right now? Like over JSN or uh, Jordan Addison and Zay Flowers? He's over Jordan Addison for sure. Uh, let me look at yeah, my yeah. wide receivers. I, I, is he I, over Quentin Johnston? Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm pretty. He might have been on. originally over Quentin Johnston. <laughs> it's funny ranks. we were down on him. Yeah, he is. I have him one spot ahead of Jackson Smith and Jigby. He's my wide receiver 13 overall. That's okay. about where I have him. Yeah, too. he's my dynasty wide receiver 13 overall. So I do have him ahead of Jackson Smith and Jigba. Observably so. Yep. Cool. I have him behind DJ Moore and Tyreek Hill. Fair. You know what? My, I, my iPad over. lost all of its bookmarks the other day, so I'm going to have to go through Let's my phone. See ya. So I'll right, be, I'll, you're I'll doing be that. a second. Yeah. We're going to move over to our second award of this evening, ladies, gents. Comeback player of the war. Of, the, of the war? Of the year. We're not talking about Kim Kardashian. We're talking about the comeback <laughs> player of the year. <laughs> Garrett. <laughs> 
Why don't you kick us off with your comeback player of the year? What, didn't, wait, she had... Never mind. <laughs> All right. Uh, this was this was another one where I felt like I could have put one player in there, but I felt like he was better suited for something else. Uh, so I ended up going, I ended up going with Rashad White at this one. As a as a rookie, I felt like he was pretty underwhelming. He had flashes and moments, but all of his metrics screamed inefficient player. Not going to do it at the Three next level. Point something. Yards per carry, blah, 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 blah. And so normally I go for like injured guys on comeback player of the year, but he ended up finishing as the running back four on the season. When you perform that well, specifically it was in the receiving game that he really excelled. Yeah, He ended up being a crazy valuable piece for not only your regular season, but really when he excelled was down the playoff run, which is when you need guys the most. You had some really good games uh, during, during that run there. So, it was a tough one for me. There was a few different guys I could have gone between, but I ended up playing on Rashad White. I have Rashad White, but he's in a different uh, Yeah, category. You put him in a different spot. So I'll just wait and uh, talk about him, about him then. So Rashad White is Garrett's comeback player of the year. Matt, who is your comeback player of the year? I almost want to let you go first, just okay. so I don't steal your thunder, just That's in fine. case this player is it's also the same guy. Your, yeah, I yeah. have three guys to consider here because I had Dak on my list, you know, going from quarterback 18 to quarterback three. Mm-hmm. Um, I had DJ Moore on my list going from wide receiver 24 to wide receiver six. But my comeback player of the year was Brees Hall. And mm, that wow. was, big injury, yep. yeah, you know, with the big knee injury, that's always a question how they're going to come back from the injury. And we know it usually takes a year to recover. And, you know, when I broke down Brees Hall's tape, I said on this podcast, he was special. Like he's one, of the, and I said, it, he's like, he's one of the best all time running backs I've ever scouted um, on the show in the last 10 years. And he, and it, it, it was a big help for that late season search, but he, Brees Hallfin says running back two overall in PPR leagues. Now that helped that Raheem Mostert didn't play the last two weeks, but Brees Hallfin says running back two overall, 25 points in five of the six of his last games. Kind of showing you the kind of player that he can be. And if that offense really gets Man. going, um, how special he can be. Uh, possibly surpass even Bijan Robinson. Now, Bijan could do the exact same thing that Priest did here next year with a new coaching staff and a quarterback. Yep. I'm excited to see where he can go as well because very excited. His tape was yep. also one of the best running backs I've ever watched on tape. I mean, is that number two overall over like a certain period of time? Or no, no? number two overall no. on a year in PPR leagues. One through 18. Oh, one through I, got, 18. I got it in standard. That's why. Okay. Yeah. Switch it to PBR. Got it. Brees Hall. Bingo. Two. Bingo. So my comeback player of the year, Brees Hall. A dynamite player everybody know, but like with that injury. Yeah. You never know how guys are going to come back and how they're going to perform. Overcoming that. Overcoming the loss of Rodgers. Uh, not a lot of weapons on that team that we thought they would have. You know, the Garrett was pretty much Garrett Wilson. And that was, was the it. only other option on that. So um, Brees Hall was won my award. Okay. Uh, my comeback player of the year. I, I kind of may have tipped you guys off by letting rich go first. Just in case is Baker Mayfield. Ooh, a guy that was win. a guy that was completely win. written off. Obviously showed, showed well last year at the end of the season um, with the Rams, but then went to a very unknown situation in Tampa Bay sure. where he was literally, uh, you know, in a competition with Kyle Trask who, who, doesn't really belong on an NFL field anywhere. Um, ended up winning that job and and this year finished as QB ten in um, you know the the standard kind of scoring for quarterbacks. Um, just huge. I mean, just huge shoes he had to fill as well. I mean, you know, kind of replacing a legend in Tom Brady. Who, kno- who knows how that could have gone? And for all intents and purposes, 
He completely stepped in, has done a great job. And from a fantasy perspective, from a real life perspective, made the, I, made the playoffs, made the playoffs. Right. I would expect them to probably sign him to a deal. Got to at this and, point. and I think he's, he's completely come back and had a huge bounce back in value, but also from just a week to week fantasy perspective, I had a really good fantasy year, uh, profit wise and championship wise, uh, this year. And no surprise to all the listeners out there. My number one own share of player on the dynasty GM Baker is Mayfield. Baker Mayfield and my Superflex League. So, <laughs> you know, when there's a lot of that like, going into the year, a lot of question about my quarterback two or some of the leagues, he was my quarterback three, which I felt comfortable with where he carried me to the playoffs. Huge. And, yeah. you know, definitely when the quarterbacks were going down left and right, where there was quarterbacks where I had, you know, Joe Burrow to Sean Watson. Kirk Cousins. And no Kirk Cousins shares. But, those, yeah, those kind of players. <laughs> Doesn't and, like nice guys. you know, Baker's the one that came through. And in one Super League, I had one quarterback left standing. It was Baker Mayfield. Mm-hmm. And still got me where I need to go. So, there yeah, go. that was a great, that's actually a really good uh, nominee. I like yours more than mine. Well, thanks. I, that's why I tried to give you the chance. Tried to give you the chance. Jared, you got one off the top of the dome that you want to give? or uh... No, I don't. Okay. Easy peasy. He has no list. How about this? If These you, are real if, awards. If you, not make them on the spot awards. If These you are do awards. have one that you think of anytime throughout just, the show, just, just, just shout it out. I will. Yep. Well, how about this? I appreciate you Who's, asking. Who do you, who do you think? Those are our nominees. Oh, right? he, he chooses the final award. <laughs> Baker Mayfield. Wait, let's do the first one first. Rookie of the year. Oh, he already said Puka. He said so, Puka. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, he's, uh, he's, he's the, the deciding the factor. Ca- he's the head of the academy. Garrett, who is yours? Sorry. Rashad White. <laughs> now he's pissed. He's got to listen. Brees Hall. <laughs> like, I got to pay attention now? Or Baker Mayfield? <laughs> I was messaging with one of our new writers, actually. Um, I Do you think Baker keeps his job? I think it's extended. Yeah. It'd be silly not to. Even if they... In the quarterback landscape, I think they got clean, to. Clean out. If clean that house goes there. right to Atlanta. I know they haven't yet, oh, but... Yeah. Um, I'll go with Brees Hall. I'm two for two for awards. Two for two. My nominations are loving me right now. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey guys, let me tell you about our friends at Sleeper. Guess what? Our app is the mini is live on Sleeper right now. The Dynasty GM, you use the analyzer, you can use the, uh, the, the trade calculator. And my favorite thing is the inbox, right? Where all your trades from all your Sleeper leagues are right there. You can actually push trades through the actual sleeper at and right now we could be more excited to be partners with them and right now if you don't know they are doing dfs and i know how many people that play dynasty play dfs as well and right now there's not a better place to play dfs than sleeper they're offering up to 100 times their, your entry the highest payout in the whole dfs market right now you can track your fantasy players and your sleeper picks in real time all you gotta do is choose two to eight of your favorite players from pregame live in-game, or even across different sports. Pick more or less than the predicted stats, and only on Sleeper you can get up to 100 times your payout. You can share with your friends and get rewarded together. Make sure you use that promo code NERD so our friends know that friends sent them their way. Ooh, um, no way. And get your deposit match and Friendly. have a good time. You'll have all your DFS 
all of your fantasy leagues and now even a dynasty gm in one spot is fully operational inside sleeper right now and then when you're a nerd herd member you get that full access to that and remember you also want to download the dynasty nerds app because they're both in there check it out check our friend sleeper check out a dfs use that promo code nerd get your whole estate (laughs) (laughs) all right next award we're giving out yep breakout player of the year should I go first since I haven't gone first? Yeah, yet? yeah. So go this ahead. is a player who um, basically significantly outperformed expectations, yeah, right? Like Escape from Alcatraz. The expectation coming. The expectation is you are going to be stuck in Alcatraz. Yes, but you <laughs> broke out. But you broke out. You exceeded so, those expectations. Yeah, it's like sperm. <laughs> Strongest swimmer. So, it's just like sperm. <laughs> the sperm award of the year goes to you. And your balls are Alcatraz. <laughs> I got out. And then you got in. So to break out, break in. New home. Who this? Balls are Alcatraz. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, actually. I like that. That's a, You are a good analyzer. Thank you. And analyst. <laughs> So my breakout player of the year of Alcatraz was Kyron Williams. Yeah. So despite missing four weeks with an ankle injury, <laughs> he still managed to, to finish as running back five on the year. And sit in week 18, he oh. finishes running back seven. Whew. But if you take out week mm-hmm. 18, yeah. which he sat weeks one, one through 17, he was running back five on the year in his final six games over 100 yards rush in every game and eight total touchdowns. So I thought about putting Jordan Love here because he finished his quarterback yeah. five. I wanted to get Jordan Love in somewhere, and I, I didn't. Yeah, so I, that's why I want to mention here because yeah. him coming out, like he's he's looked fantastic. But I couldn't, there's no way I couldn't put Kyron Williams here as a breakout player of the year. Skyrocketed up Dynasty uh, ADP. Skyrocketed up my Dynasty rankings as, as well. We'll talk about him in the next show as well. He's the only guy uh, not named Christian McCaffrey to be over 20 points per game from the running back position in, in PPR. So, you're stud. Yeah, it's uh, totally stud, man. You just hope it's not one. Of the, the only thing you hope with Kyron Williams is he's not one. We'll talk about that next show, too, that he's not one of those. Okay, like, who's next Sean McVay's next guy? Right. Uh, so they need, but they need, they're yeah. not going to go out and spend money on running backs. So it's Kyron Williams. He was my breakout player of the year. And, you know, I was jumping in and, and putting my two cents in because I've got the same notes on the same guy. Three for uh, three. Yep. So Ky- Kyron Williams is my guy as well. Um, Jared, who's the winner? <laughs> Kyron Williams. He just Kyron picked somebody Williams. off the board, like just somebody random. <laughs> we all had him, huh? Yeah, yeah I had Kyron. He could have fit like eight different categories. Yeah, he was the, the guy that I was talking about that. I'm yeah. just going to say the Rams offense. <laughs> rookie of the year, second. Sean McVay, breakout, breakout player of the year. Yeah. Like breakout player of the year. Dude, Kyron Williams. And you look at his numbers too. He was so freaking consistent. Yeah. His second low, he had one game that was kind of a dead. He had an eight-point game. Other than that, every single game was above 14 points. That level of consistency is unreal. Like it's Christian McCaffrey, and that's it. Yeah. Like those are the only kind of players that can do that. It, so it, it, he is the new Austin Eckler in my eyes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where he's like this guy that kind of comes out of nowhere. He doesn't have any high draft capital, but he's he's doing it, man. He's getting yeah. it done in in the passing game. He's getting it done scoring touchdowns. He's doing it all. He, he is he is one of those guys. When when going back and looking at the tape, I felt like even though I was still higher on him than consensus, I'm still like I even felt like I docked him a little bit in my mind because yeah. of the speed and that kind of stuff. And I wish, I wish I would have held, held strong through all that because I, th- I think I started with him as my running back, like three or four and I bumped him down. Oh, I you think, did. Yeah. Every time I think I bumped him down yeah. to five or something like that. And I wish I would have held strong. I had an opportunity in Ohio Dino league to get him, uh, Ohio Dino, Ohio Dino dynasty league to get him off Scott Connor for like a third, 
third and a second. And I was like, ah, I don't know, like real early in the yeah. year. Because you know how Scott does it. He'll put it out there like, oh, yeah, I want this for this player. First person off me this for this player. Which I respect. And I was I like, like oh, man, I should just do this for Kyron. By the time I just traded a whole bunch of picks for um, Joe Mixon and Dalvin Cook right before that, and I was like, yeah. ah, I'll see how this plays out. And then yeah. somebody else made the move, and here I am. I still won the league. You so. did still win the league. Back so. to back champ. Uh, for what it's worth, the the other, like, much further down, but the other guy that I was kind of thinking of for this award was David Njoku, uh, especially how he finished the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was on an absolute tear. I traded him right before Joe Flacco came to town. I have was him a in a big mistake. Category. I have him in a category as well. Oh, do you? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. But he was, he was this was a, a, a the backup for this award that I kind of had there. Okay. All right, so yeah, so let's move up. Moving on, uh, the the next one is most improved player. Ooh. So this is the player who showed the most growth between this season and last, right? Yes. Um, so for me, um, I'm just going to go ahead and jump out there. I think it's my turn anyway. Yeah. Um, Maybe. <clears throat> I don't know. Do we even really have turns? I don't know. Yeah, but I'm just going to go. Um, DJ Moore is my guy. He went from... Look at you. I know. He went from, from the overall 69th player last year. Um in PPR leagues um, to 25th, um, which is a huge jump, while also lifting his average by almost five points per game. He went from uh, 12.3 points per game to um, 17.26. He also reduced the the number of dud games, which, you know, I just kind of arbitrarily pulled out as anything, eight points and under basically was a dud. I mean, if you want to be a top flight wide receiver, an eight-point game is a dud. So um, he went from seven last year to only three this season. So, I mean, that's – all just vast improvements. Um, obviously having a more consistent quarterback is, is a huge part of it. Uh, mm. I think the talent, uh, has always kind of been there, but he's always been kind of capped by who's been throwing in the ball. He's always been sure. right around 1100 yards. You know what four I mean? Touchdowns. And, and four touchdowns. So, so this season he, he kind of broke out of that shell and, um, for a guy that has never probably given him his just due, here I am Look at you. saying he has improved greatly. Finishes wide receiver six overall and wide receiver one for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, I know this because my most improved player is also DJ Moore. Look at you. Wow. Look at you. Sinking Same cats. things that you have. And, and what you love about from, Di- like, I've always been a huge DJ Moore fan. Always. I have a ton of shares of him in my dynasty leagues that spread out. Like, he's probably, he might be my number one owned wide receiver. And he's only like 25 right now, too. He's, so he's, he's, yeah, he's of, still super yeah. young. And what's good about DJ Moore as well is even if it goes away from somehow they get off Justin Fields, you have Caleb Williams come in or even possibly a Drake May coming in and you still have a good high quality upside quarterback to help him succeed for the long term. So DJ Moore is also my most improved uh, player as well. Uh, I, I, I veered a little bit from you guys on this one. I ended up going with Trey McBride as my most improved player uh, as a rookie. Didn't get a lot of time didn't do a lot with the opportunities that he got. And even, even to start the year, very pedestrian games. And obviously that was, that was because of Ertz being there. But as soon as he got his opportunity, absolutely took off many 20 point games, almost always over double digits, really consistent. And he went from a guy that was kind of a, a little bit of an afterthought a year later after his rookie year and just, Oh yeah, maybe he'll end up being a good tight end. Maybe he won't. We'll see. I don't know too. Now I would argue he's in that landscape of top three, top four tight ends uh, for for dynasty fantasy football. So he really, really elevated his stock this year to a point where he he's looked at as one of the elite options I think at tight end. And from the point from week eight on is which is when um, Ertz when, was Ertz was off. The, he was tight end too. Yep. 
Yeah, I have these notes because he's in another. Yeah, he's in another category. He's in another category. I, I have notes. I'm just so we have a lot of the same players just put in different spots. Exactly. So Garrett, who Jared, who won the most improved player of the year? We have two DJ, DJ Moore's. Two G- yeah. DJ, DJ Moore's. DJ Moore. DJ Moore. I do like Garrett's, though. I think it's a good one. <clears throat> you guys can I mean, these are awards. There's no bad awards. Yeah. Unless you talk about number five award of the year. <laughs> That's a bad award. The Turd Ferguson <laughs> of the Year Award. Oh, There's a lot of good candidates oh. for this. So who is the most disappointing fantasy player of the 2023? Uh, you know, they have all these kind of awards. What they call like the the rat the Razzle Award. What are those? The Rizm Awards, the Jism Award, what are they? <laughs> I have no idea. I've never heard that one before. Well, is that the breaking out of Alcatraz Award? Yeah, the kind Jism of. Award. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Riz, I want to say, my kids, like, they're like, oh, Riz. You're throwing that Riz. I'm like, what is it? Like, oh, you know, game. I'm like, that's the stupidest thing ever in my life. But again, I used to say words like, oh, that's Jake. Yeah. So, who am I? Who All right, I? these crazy kids nowadays. So, Garrett, who is your turd Ferguson of the year? There were a lot of good options this year. There were a lot, a lot of, of turds, a lot of Fergs. But I ended up going with Mr. Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders as the turd Ferguson of the year. Uh, lots of people had him ranked fairly high. Lots of good expectations. Maybe Matt was one of the leading candidates on this. Uh, maybe not. But maybe. But Maybe. So uh, Miles Sanders <laughs> was coming off a year where he was running back 13 last year while splitting time in Philly. And I, and I, think, maybe. I think the thing that and really some people expected him to go over there to Carolina and just take over. Big high contract, 26 million guaranteed. Maybe all. And I think that the, was the big thing. He was the, the only running back to like make, like get a good long-term deal for himself. All the really, passing down. Work. It really seemed like it was all lining Everything. up. Everything. Almost like he was going to be a bell cow back. And I would say that he's been neither a bell cow or a back. He's no. been a turd Ferg. <laughs> yeah, he uh, <laughs> running back 52. Running Good back Lord. 52 on the season. And that's playing basically every game. So he missed he missed a game. He and, was on my list. And I'm list not sure that he actually missed it. I just don't think they played him. My list all year long. <laughs> There's no one else for this award. It's Miles Sanders. <laughs> don't even ask Jared. I don't want to hear his opinion. <laughs> you want your, Miles you want your turd Ferguson award yes. too? Yes. No. Oh. Maybe, maybe Miles would have won my turn Ferguson award. Maybe if somehow I was overly rational high on him as well, but I was not, I was overly rational high on what, who everybody else in the fantasy football community was high on. And my turn Ferguson of the year is Austin Eckler. Yeah. That's a good one too. Mm. Finishing is where did the Miles Sanders finish? Running back 52, 52. What Austin Eckler finishes running back 20, Six. He wasn't even a running back two on the year. Um, and if you just want to take out week 18, because like, hey, what was he for the regular season? Because he scored four points in week 18. He was running back 25. One more spot. Uh, he bumped up there. This was a player that people might have traded for, for championship expectations. This was a player that if you went into the year saying, hey, I'm going to win my dynasty league this year because I have Austin Eckler leading my running back core. And he was a, a massive, colossal letdown. Where Miles Sanders, like you were, okay, he got paid. I hope he does better, you know, but he wasn't coming off as, he wasn't expected to even be possibly a running back one. Right. Now, Matt maybe thought he was going to be a running back one, but the rest of our brethren have did not. Austin Eckler was expected to finish as it's a, a high-end 
running back one. Not even a running back one, but a high-end top six overall finish running back one. And he massively disappointed. Uh, so for me, this was an easy decision. As soon as I saw this nomination. That's where you went. He easily popped into my head. And honestly, I wouldn't even call Austin Eckler, uh, Miles Sanders, my number two in my slot. I would give it to Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard did, however, finish as a running back two, which sure. Austin Eckler did not do because he was a turd. He was. Ferguson. He was at least usable, though. Running Miles Sanders wasn't 52. even usable. You couldn't even start him. He was not even usable. Ever. That's what, yeah. He wasn't even usable. Miles Sanders had, <clears throat> he was 64th in fantasy points per game. Wow. Eckler's 22 <laughs> points per game. I think it was just, this was more of an expectations. Yeah. Sure. And, sure. Uh, Most people had Austin Eckler significantly ahead of Miles yeah. Sanders. I'm going to go with Miles Sanders on this one, though. Thank you. Sorry, Rich. That's fine. <laughs> that no apologies. I know. I'm, Eckler I know burned a lot of people, though. I needed that. You're not, oh, you're you're not wrong lucky. either. Yeah. Nobody went into the season with, like, dude, I'm going to win this year because Miles Sanders is not running back, baby. Just got that 26 mil. Are you even touching Eckler and. No. In startups or anything? Yeah, it depends where. Oh, I mean, well, I mean, right now? So. Yes, because I think he'd fall so far and be such good value that he's going to sign elsewhere next year. And I think he'll probably be used. It's so hard when running backs go to different teams. Very he's rarely. so bad. Very rarely do they work on It's very their difficult next team. to project. Uh, do you see Zeke Elliott this year in New England? Yeah, he looks very average. Yeah, you're right. But he, he looked. But CMC does. He CMC looks, looks fantastic in his team. More. He's usable. Traded, though. Yeah. He looked. More average, more, more less average, but better, than, better average? than average. Slightly. Compared to the Cowboys, Zeke Elliott that we that's saw true. last year. Eckler went ten nine in the startup I'm in right now. <clears throat> that's a wow. good. That's a good risk right there. We'll take a chance For, at that point. He's a pass catcher running back that's twenty seven or twenty eight years old. So it's a it's a possibility he could reemerge and, and be on our uh, comeback player of the year next he, year. He'll he be our Kim. De- he definitely Kim got Kardashian injured. Award winner. He definitely got injured. Can we just rename it that? Please? Yeah, yes. next year it's the Kim Kardashian Thank Award. You. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. He definitely injured himself, though, and that did have a negative effect on his, obviously, the middle of his season. I don't know what happened towards the end. If he retweaked it, something, we'll see. I mean, Aaron Rodgers injured himself, and what could that do for us? He wasn't even here. What do you mean? Exactly. Disappointment. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Okay. Dis, uh, <clears throat> anyway, right. so our next award, next award of the year is ahead, the Leonard Fournette Trophy. Um, if you're new to this show, this was a great one, Jared. This is our tight end award. <laughs> if you're confused, years ago, uh, we kept calling Leonard Fournette. Let's not, let's not say we. <laughs> let's, 
It was one show, <laughs> and we just stuck with it let's, after that. We call Leonard Fournette that a little the bit. The best tight end. Rich kept calling him a tight end. <laughs> Number uh, one tight end. I think I think tight end seven was what he kept calling him. Yeah, <laughs> tight end seven. So, so Leonard Fournette trophy is our tight end award yeah. of the year, and. To be fair. And to be fair, our guidance on this, because yes. there was guidance on this, it was literally just pick any tight end for any reason you want, basically. And tell us why and, they should get and, this trophy. And tell us why they're getting this trophy. So it's funny that we called Leonard, I was kept calling Leonard Fournette tight end seven on the year, when my Leonard Fournette trophy of the year goes to tight David seven. Njoku. David Njoku. Tight end number seven tight of the year. number seven. That's a, <laughs> by the way, hold on, before, I'm sure you have great reasons for that. Literally, uh, my only reason was because he finished his tight end seven. It could have been anyone that finished his tight end seven. I just picked him because he finished <laughs> his tight end seven. Did you guys not go through week it. 18 because I have him as tight end six? Uh, I did go through week 18. But if you go, if you go for the second half of the season, I, 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 mine must not have gone. It must have been. Yeah. MFL, I think, just goes to oh, 17. MFL. Okay. Yeah. Um, tight end, if you, during the playoffs, he was tight end one overall. He was bare legs. nuts. But if you even go back farther than that, weeks nine through 18, so the second half of the year, yeah. <clears throat> David Njoku, tight end one overall. He was nuts. Um, t- it blew it up. Week eight as well, because I did the same thing for Trey McBride. He was the one that was above Trey McBride. Yeah. Is that points was, per game or is yeah. that overall? Overall. Yeah, it was very. He was very explosive. He was. It's like Garrett driving home after a late Taco Bell trip. Whew. that is surprisingly accurate. <laughs> so anyway, both you and I have got David and Joker. Who do you have over there? So Garrett. our guidance was Leonard Fournette. Our guidance was we could just pick any tight end for any reason. So I picked Cole Cole Komet. Komet. Yeah, I mean, clearly. Dude, but I put Just Cole Komet. I was like, Garrett's going to pick Cole Cole Komet. hundred percent. Cole Komet, done and done. So how did he finish? He was, he was, he, he was tied in eight. Yeah. So he actually, he did. He had a very good year overall. Um, it, I don't, I don't have any illusions that he's going to be this, this top three tight end. I think he's going to consistently be in this range. I think he's constantly going to be a six through 12 kind of guy. Mm -hmm. He's going to be a really solid option. Might end up being the third option now in this offense, depending on who they draft in Chicago. So this will probably be my last year of hyping him as a buy. I don't think he's a buy anymore. I think this is about where he's going to be, which is a great spot. It's a, it's a, he's going to be consistent. You're going to be able to start him week in, week out. But I do think that I don't think there's there's much more ceiling to go for him. Sure, and and somehow that makes him feel even more Leonard Fournette. Going back to that original, <laughs> no ceiling, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, because I I feel like in that episode we also said that there was like eighteen guys that could be in that room, right, right, <laughs> from 100%. like seven to like where sixteen. You know, where do you guys have Njoku ranked in uh, your dynasty rankings among tight ends? Uh, I'd have to look off the top. I of think I have him sure. right around like six, seven. Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm in that range. As I would well. have him ahead of Kelsey as of right now, for sure. And, you know, for me, and going back to Komet, what you said, Komet's a great dynasty. You know, if you can grab him, you go to tight end early, but tight end two to have, yeah. be steady. Because he's locked up long-term. He got that long-term contract. He's either got Justin Fields or have Caleb Williams there as his quarterback. So he has some longevity there. So I think Cole Komet's like one of those. I love to have him as my tight end two on the team. Safe. Um, for a long time because he's, he's very safe and steady and give you some of those big games. Um, I have but, him at tight end eight for Njoku. I think I do as well. I have him as drum roll. Oh, these ranking systems. I have him as tight end seven overall. I have him at eight. There we go. We're all very close. Yeah, right. Oh, I have Kelsey down all the way down to ten. That's probably too high too, to be honest with you. Probably- well, we'll talk. We'll talk about him in the next episode. We'll, okay, we'll touch on him. Would you rather have Jake Ferguson or Travis Kelsey? Uh, it depends on my team. 
If I'm a contender, I'll try to ride one more with Kelsey. The Turd Ferguson Award. At the end of the year, especially. <laughs> Beginning of the year, he was balling, and then he hit a wall. All right. Taylor Swift wall. Tay-Tay wall. Next award goes out to... Oh, wait. Who won that, Jared? <laughs> She's a witch. Um... <laughs> Joku all day. Joku, yeah. definitely. Okay. How did Cole not win that award? It was for any reason. My reason was because I love him. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> You're not wrong. You do love him. I like the players that we love are tight ends. Like, this is guy I love. The Cole Komet, protect <laughs> your knees, buddy. <laughs> you love him. Oh, my God. <laughs> Garrett just jinxed him. Oh, no. Oh, no. That's true. I do love all guys <laughs> that shit hurt. Oh, I thought Garrett's on some of his pants. I didn't know going Dynasty sell simply because Garrett likes him. <laughs> That's... Next award surprisingly accurate goes to best sophomore surge. Woo. So, what sophomore surged in 2023? <laughs> Listen, I'm going to go ahead first because we've already mentioned this guy a couple of times, and we probably the same one. Then. Trey McBride. Okay, and we don't. No. So you you guys already mentioned it. You literally had all my talking mm-hmm. points already, already and, I, and I've already gone. You know, I don't want to beat a dead horse. My guy's Trey, Trey McBride. Yeah, mine's also Trey McBride, you know, going from tight end 40, his rookie year, going to tight end seven on a year, and was tight end three overall, weeks eight through 18, so the second half of the year. Um, and if you go back to just, if you go back to the regular season, weeks eight through 17, the actual season, he was tight end two, two yeah. overall. He's shown, you know, with Marquise Brown being a free agent, they've already committed to Kyler Murray. Uh, hopefully, they still can find a way to land Marvin Harrison Jr., and that's fine, they do. Right now, Going into this offseason, he's the number one target for Kyler Murray going forward. And even they bring in a rookie like Marvin Harrison Jr., worst case, he'll be the number two target out there. So he's pretty locked in here. You mentioned a huge surge into that top tier um, of tight ends. I have him at, like, towards the, you know, I'd rather take Mark Andrews. I'd rather have Laporta. I'd rather have... Um, Hawkinson. Hawkinson. But he's right there. And I personally would still rather have Kincaid okay. because I still like Kincaid long term. Sure. Um, but it's not like Kincaid is like leaps and bounds. Like he's in the same right. tier. So it's right. kind of pick your own poison. But that is that group for me. Those guys. like and that's They're all deep, very close. And that's the deepest tight end tier one group I've ever seen. And honestly, Brock Bauer is going to join that group here in about four months. Yeah. So for me, Trey McBride was also my sophomore surge. Uh, so I went with a different player, but you said he was already mentioned before. So I, I thought you were you were taking this guy, but I went with Brees Hall in this one. Uh, Brees Hall coming off of the injury. Oh, yeah. And especially early in the year when they signed Alvin Cook and we're like, well, what does this mean for Brees? Is he not healthy? Or are they going to be split? Nope. He's Brees Hall is just fine. Uh, Brees Hall looks fantastic. Yeah, they didn't use him at all. Uh, uh, Dalvin Cook at all, and Brees Hall running back too. And it's 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 all uphill from here. Where did Dalvin just sign? Uh, he signed with uh, Baltimore. Ravens. Okay. Yeah, I couldn't remember. I hope they play him. <laughs> As you can see, this is the first time I ever. Also, the note: this is the first time I did notice that ever on this show. I have not worn a Dynasty Nerds T-shirt. Mm-hmm. Because I've committed to wearing a brown shirt every single day until we're eliminated from the playoffs. So so if we were a Super Bowl, do you never not wear a brown shirt again? No, because the season will be over. No, but they weren't eliminated. I mean, Good I wear a lot point. of brown shirts anyways, but no, I will probably stop. Okay, all right. But until the Browns are eliminated. <laughs> I'm trying to catch you in a loophole. Way to jinx it. I, am <laughs> wearing, I will wear a brown shirt. On the show, I'll wear a different one. But this is, I will be wearing a brown shirt every day of the week. Under this shirt, I have another brown shirt. So even when I go to work. Double brown. Is the one under it? Does a, this, is it's a brown it shirt. an R? No, it's a, <laughs> it's a brown funny. helmet. Give me a B. <laughs> Give me an R. So, uh, nice. Um, yeah, even at work when I go to work, I've been wearing a brown shirt under my there you go. shirt. So I'm I wearing a brown you. shirt every single week. I can't wait for Saturday. We're going to win the Super Bowl. Joe Flacco. Uh, I'm going to get a jersey if we go to the Super Bowl. It's going to be unbelievable. 
I'm so happy. Take a deep breath. See you in Vegas. Take a deep breath. I'm going. I'm going. I, I was doing the math. I was like, because my kids want to go, which obviously is. I was like, it's going to cost me so $50,000. The Browns go to the Super Bowl. I, I did the math. Right. Minimum. It's going to cost me minimum $50,000. Dang. Sell the Beamer. What? Well, you shut your ugly mouth. <laughs> I'm doing it. I would. Brown Super Bowl or Beamer, if you had to choose, what would you oh, choose? Brown Super Bowl. There you go. Beamer's got to go. Then and then. I love that Beamer, but like it's, it would have to go. So I just figured, I was like, you know what? I would just get whatever I have to do to get the money. Like OnlyFans. Escape me out the house. <laughs> whatever I got to do. do. <laughs> to get that money. Whatever I got to do, man. That's all the Beamer. But anything else. <laughs> so, uh, you I'm, always talk about your feet. I'm going. <laughs> I am going. I got the best feet, male feet in Dynasty game. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? All right. One Next. girl one time told me I have beautiful feet in high school. I've never let it die. <laughs> It stuck with you. Huh? Just thinking, what's Shout out Mary Beth. I was going to say, tell me who that is later, but never Mary mind. Beth. Her, <laughs> name, right. her name would be Mary Beth. My friend said, Tim Sacco's house. She said, hey, you have really pretty feet. And I was like, oh, thank you. Very casually, but it stuck with me here 35 years later. <laughs> <laughs> Mary Beth, oh, thank you. I still have good feet. throwaway comment. I still have good feet, though. So I'm not going to lie. They've aged well. <laughs> so, like fine uh, wine. Who is your... Who fine is, foot wine. Who is your... Uh, oh, we were heading Priest Hall. Yeah, Brees Hall. Yeah, Jared, Hall. Who Jared, won? Jared, won? Yeah, we got two Trevor uh, Brides, one Brees Hall. Brees Hall. Yeah, Brees, Brees Hall is probably the better one. I always got to go with Brees Hall. Yeah. I mean, but it wasn't He's really so a surge. Like, he was dynasty running back one overall going in the last year. Wait, did, yeah, he, but did, he he win, went, did he win when Rich? That boy's good. So that's the second time he's won. Oh, he's won two awards. Yeah, you can't have him win again. Sorry, you got by default. I thought I picked Trey McBride before. No, on, on the comeback player of the year. It was uh, you gave it to Brees. It was Brees because yeah. Rich won the oh, first two oh, awards. Yeah. White. And, so by uh, default, Trey McBride wins. Yeah, so I'm gonna go with Kyron Williams. <laughs> <laughs> done and done. Uh, All right. Oh the God. next award is our gluteus minimus award. <laughs> gluteus minimus. What are the standards for this? Because I just I so this is an underdog, a late round slash oh. undrafted rookie. That greatly Do they also have to be small because mine is small. Yeah, <laughs> that greatly outperformed so expectations. Was, this was this was the easiest choice for me at all. I just picked Tank Dell. Tank Dell. Yeah, yeah. that's what I had in mind on this. Wide receiver four, uh, 14, weeks one through twelve. We got hurt weeks. That 13. makes so much sense. I picked this is this is the one that <laughs> you, I you didn't go with Tank Dell. This is the one I picked. Puka and yeah, Puka's a good one too. Yeah, because uh, was he outperformed. He was a late round guy. That's fair. But as soon as I saw Minimus. No, I didn't even need to read the it rest. It didn't say anything Tank about down. size. It just, the no, name is small. It just the literal no, name no. is small. You're right. Matt, you know Rich and Garrett don't read the descriptions. <laughs> no, I did. I did. But uh, you, you know I read it because the Leonard Fournette Award, I just picked Qualcomet because I wanted to. To be fair, to be fair, it just, this was like, next year, he, it wouldn't be the same thing, but it just worked out the real small guy. Yeah, um, he, fits round the, guy. he fits and the... It, I had him off my board. Like, that's, yeah. that's how... He was like off my board. Like I was so wrong about I Tank Dell. I picked Tank Dell. I still think Nico Collins is the number one fantasy dynasty wide receiver to own on that roster. But Tank <sighs> Dell, not only is he glute minis, gluteus right. minimus, he also outperformed his draft capital for me, who had him ranked in like the fifth, sixth round. <laughs> Just ruined my next category. One thing that's clear, though. You can still talk about if it. If either Nico goes down or Tank Dell goes down, the other guy is going to go ham. Like go oh, for sure. Gluteus yeah. Maximus. I mean, yes. Noah Brown was even performing. Yes. When, when I mean, CJ Stroud's one of those quarterbacks yeah. that had elevate, a stretch there where yeah. he was balling. Elevate the all, offense. All the teams I didn't want to play that we had the opportunity to play, I didn't want to play. But to be fair, uh, mm. the last quarter rookie quarterback to win a playoff game in their first playoff game was Mark Sanchez in 2009. That and they've lost by well. an average of 16 points per game. That's going back Andrew Luck, RG3, Lamar Jackson. They just don't well, and hey, I trust Jim Schwartz. That defense... Gonna be tough. Put them on they have roster. played us this year though, which helps. 
Yeah, but and Amari Cooper set the all-time Browns receiving record with 265 receiving yards. It's true, he did. That is so, accurate. A lot to look forward to. I'm really excited for Saturday. Oh, I can't wait. I wear a brown shirt every day. <laughs> Are you? So next award goes right. to wait who who won the? I mean, I'll take that. I gotta go take Wait, down. why do you pick t- Puka? Because he outsurpassed his draft capital. Because he forgot. Tank it's an underdog small. rookie that greatly outperformed expectations. No doubt that he did all that. Fits the category to a T. Unfortunately, his height didn't he's too qualify tall. for he's this. Too tall award. to qualify. He's, he's for too tall for this ride. <laughs> this is the glute. That way, if it was the gluteus maximus award, right. he would have been in. He would have been in. I understand that. This We're, is the gluteus maximus award. I I didn't understand fully the rules of yeah. this no, you particular did. award. You did. You, you 100 did. did. But you 100 the unwritten rule. The unwritten rules. The next option was Josh Downs. Okay. You yeah. know, that was the next yeah. option oh, you had to pick. That was the next option. You're right. You're right. That probably would have been my second. This was, I, there was no second here. Yeah, so this was it a clear just had to be a small winner. player that was also a rookie in my I mean, mind. Deuce Vaughn, guys. Deuce Vaughn on the list. Clearly on the list yeah. because he's on a just, roster. Just because he's alive and he's small. <laughs> Keaton Mitchell. Yeah. There, there you go. go. Yeah. He had a nice little stretch there. All right. Next War category. number nine, our best dynasty buy of the 2023 season. Garrett, who is your best? Who won your award for best dynasty buy of the 2023 fantasy football season? So you actually, you actually just said this category for me. You, you ruined small. it a little bit. No, Nico Collins. Nico Collins was the mm-hmm. best dynasty buy for me this offseason. I had him on a couple leagues, uh, acquired him in a package with some other deals and stuff. He wasn't even the the focal point of the deal. It was just I like him. I like CJ Stroud. You know, maybe this will maybe this will work out. Maybe I can get him pretty click. cheap. Yeah, you know it's it's not an expensive buy. You know, being wide receiver twelve on the year despite missing two games, like fantastic season. Really didn't have any games. Uh, he had he had a couple bad ones, but he had so many big games, a lot of games over that like 12, 13 point threshold. He's, he looked really good. He looked yeah. like everything we thought, because a lot of times we, when we do these rookie breakdowns, we talk about where they're at now, but also where they could be. And he was one of those guys where we were really kind of looking forward into the future saying, if everything went right, this guy he's got the potential to do this. Wide receiver one first. I team. liked him. Yeah. I, and, I was, I, I might've been the highest on Nico Collins out of all of us. I remember cause I got a decent amount of shirts. I liked him a lot. I liked mm-hmm. his upside there and I think he did enough at uh, Michigan and you're right. And, and I hope, uh, I think right around week three, we went, we were on the show saying, Hey, now's a good opportunity to go out and buy. Yeah. Nico Collins spend for the first. first like if you we have would to send, we would spend the first. And that was early. Like when he first started coming out, like this is a player we liked his tape on. Yep. He's shown us what he could come into with a good quarterback, spend the first. And I know I saw some people on Twitter going, Oh, I, you can't spend the first on Nico. And I was like, well, I think he's worth a first. And easily right now, worth a first now, easily worth a first. Uh, Matt, who's your best dynasty buy of the year? All right, so my my best dynasty buy of the year uh, goes to Brock Purdy. Um, and mm, you know, obviously, in the off season, a lot of people there were a lot of question marks surrounding this guy, right? Because he came into the league, he was he was almost no draft capital, right? He was the last guy drafted, <clears throat> and uh, he's coming off an elbow surgery on his throwing arm. And so a lot of people weren't, they weren't sure what to expect. He, he came in, he started off a little bit slow, right? I mean, and then, and picked it up pretty quickly. It was a little bit of a, yeah. And and, and then he had a little bit of a lull in the middle of the season, maybe two games there, week seven, week six. Um, And then he just came out firing after that. And and he ended up uh, finishing as quarterback five on the year. Mm -hmm. And and I mean, listen, this is exactly the kind of guy that you want. He's young. He's in a fantastic offense. That's going to be, you know, all the, all the major players are there uh, for mm-hmm. for the future and all that kind of stuff. No, no one's going anywhere anytime soon. 
And, um, you know, it, it helps that I was able to get him off Jared. So I, ah. I wanted to drive the knife in and twist it a yeah. little bit. <laughs> I was over here MFing you. You didn't even look at me. Rich is looking at me like, what do you do? What's wrong? <laughs> oh, I know. Cause remember you, you complained about the meat five times already. Yeah. yeah. I, actually, I think it, I think it was QB six on the air. Perfect timing. Five. Yeah. So <laughs> bye. Yeah, it, it really was. I got him in that little lull week six, week seven off of, of Jared. Um, and he, and he's just flourished. He looks amazing. Uh, he looks like a perfect, perfect glove in hand. For the fit. record, I have CJ Stroud, Dak, Watson, and like a bunch of other quarterbacks. I sent you. I sent and you Baker. Mayfield as yeah. well coming back. So and you, I won the title. And you won so, the title. Yeah, oh, you got Mayfield not, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah okay. It I'm worked good. out fine. Now, now Rich is in. Still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now Rich is in. Yeah. I got my first. I got my first back, which was super high and important for me. God, I have and, Bryce Young too. Jeez. And I gave him Baker. So you have a couple quarterbacks. Yeah. <laughs> couple. He's fine. Yeah, he'll be okay. My best dynasty buy of the year was uh, this was again a real easy to award for me, uh, clear cut winner here, and that was Raheem Mostert. And this is a player I actually went out and bought a lot of shares of, and I got him for a third round pick. Almost, I I have a ridiculous amount of Raheem Mostert shares this year. Again, helped to my success because this is I said, hey, go out there and get him. Um, he will probably be the a high end running back for at least five weeks before he gets hurt. And I was wrong. He uh, played pretty much the whole entire year. And up until le- the last week of the year, he didn't play. On the year, he was running back three overall, weeks one through 17. But he didn't play week 17. So if you go week one through 16, he was running back two on the year and held that spot consistently throughout the year. Now, he scored an ungodly amount of touchdowns, he did. which helps the cause. But that's fine. It doesn't matter how you they do still it. still get points. It's how you finish. So for bang for your buck of what you got him for, I mean, there's leagues where I got him for a third. There was uh, another league where I just swapped, like another guy, I gave another guy his backup running back, and I got Raheem Mostert, um, you know, those kind of deals. But he was a player that I aggressively went out and got this year, and it really did pay dividends. So where he finished as running back three overall, um, running back two for the whole actual year, I t- this was a clear cut winner for me. I don't know how you can find a better dynasty buy for bang for bang for your buck wise. True, that's what it, that's where it was. So we have three different nominees. I think for the first time. Yeah, yeah, I think I'm gonna go with Rich. I think if you look across most dynasty leagues, I w- I would assume most or it's probably on a large majority of championship teams. Even yeah. though he didn't play that last week, right? But he, he helped you get that. He, he carried a lot of teams yeah. to the playoffs. So. Yep. You know, the way the show's going, you want to be on my nominee list going forward because you're walking away with some hardware. Sometimes even by default. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And now for the final. I mean, a lot of the times I was also on that yeah. same. You know what I mean? It I think it was like two Wait, guys. Is this the a final award? No, no, we, we got two. two. Yeah. I, I didn't copy. I didnn't write the last the la- one. Well, the last one's the obvious. MVP one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. Spoiler okay. alert. Hey, come on, dude. Whoa, no, there you go. <laughs> oh, wow. Why are you jumping ahead? I haven't picked one yet. That's so hold on. What Go a jerk. God. Award number 10. <laughs> premature. <laughs> premature Alcatraz. <laughs> this is exactly what I was going to say. Alcatraz. <laughs> yeah. His doors are wide open. No gate, no, no, no locks and no cells. No pussy footing around this chair. <laughs> no, 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 at all. 
What doesn't get there? No, 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 no. So uh, best Dynasty Cell award goes to? My best Dynasty Cell of the year uh, was actually not a guy I even sold, but uh, Josh Jacobs. Um, so this was another guy that you know, obviously came off a huge workload type of season, 300-plus carries last year, um, finished as running back. I think he was number one when it was all said and done. Running back one? Last year? No, I think he was like he was the yards leader. I know that he was the yards leader, but from a PP uh, like in a PPR, I think he was, he was like top three. I don't think he was one. I don't. I can't even find it in my notes. Yeah, um, I'll look, find it. You guys right find now. it for me. But anyway, huge disappointment. He um he was all my notes are gone. I don't know what happened. But he had a horrible <laughs> he had a horrible year this year compared to last year. Um, I think he was running back twelve. He was running back three last before year before he before he got injured. Um, but still, his points per game went down drastically. He was up at twenty point. 20.08 points per game last year. This year, he fell drastically to 13.9. He just wasn't the same player. Uh, he wasn't as efficient. He he wasn't getting all the carries that he was getting last year. I blame Josh McDaniels. I mean, I do t- as well. Um, but Canada. But the fact that he was playing on the the franchise tag, the fact that Zamir came in and filled in admirably, I think, towards mm-hmm. the end of the season, yep. I do expect him to be on the move. You, you touched on it earlier, and I have the same kind of note. Running backs that – change teams it's a it's a huge risk so anything that you got for him this past off season is going to be leaps and bounds above what you what you're going to get or what he's going to be sold for this off season i'm gonna hate him on the ravens so yeah i could definitely see him there so either way it 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 is it's going to be last year was the time to sell hopefully you guys did and if you if you were somebody that sold him you saw big time returns um for a guy that kind of fell off the map so I looked at this award like, who do I want to hand this award to as my number one sell, not who would have been the best sell before the year? So who you want to sell now? So who yeah. you want to sell now? Like my number oh. one. But you don't win an award for what's going to happen. Yeah. You want an award for what happened. Yeah, you looked at it wrong. I looked at it wrong. I looked Garrett, at it wrong. go. Well, it sounds Can like Rich is not going to win this I, award. I looked at it as an award like, hey, I'm handing you this award like you're the number one sell. Like when you're walking out, you're like, hey, I'm the number one sell. So you would pick somebody that did really well this year. Yes. Well, why don't you save sell. that person for, for yourself for the sales episode? No, <laughs> this is a shame award. Yeah, this is a shame award. Oh, you yeah, it's, it's fell off. I'll go. That. Think think if you have one. I had Rashad White there. <laughs> so I mean, it's not that's not bad looking uh, at it the way you look at it. Yeah, but I've got reasons, but okay. Uh, all right, so I'll go. Save it for next week. And mine was also technically a player I never actually sold. But a player I skipped over a lot. So in a way, I kind of sold them because I could have drafted could them. Have, I could have drafted. I could have and I chose to continually draft C.J. Stroud. And that's Bryce Young. Okay. Uh, Bryce Young was was my sell of the year. Uh, lots of people, I think pretty much consensus. He was the quarterback, too, uh, in, in fantasy leagues this year, dynasty leagues this year in your rookie draft. And he ended up coming up with a uh, good old 10.4 points per game. Blah. Yeah. CJ Stroud, 18.7. So not even not even in the same ballpark. Uh he's even he's just barely ahead of Kirk Cousins, who only played through week eight in total points. Is there any save in that guy? Is there any It's gonna coach? be tough. We'll talk about it a little bit in the next show. Okay. But it's You we'll never see. know. I like that tease. We'll see. Being quick on my toes. I have a new nominee. Okay. Because now that I know the cri- criteria. beautiful toes. Twinkly Look at those. <laughs> twinkly toes. You know you got some OnlyFans type toes. You got some, you got some pretty best. toes. Somebody's out here for those Super Bowl. If you like toes, let me know. Because these toes need you to get to the Super call Bowl. call the Mary Beth hotline. <laughs> um, now that I know the criteria here, 
this is an easy one for me too. Okay. And right. everybody who had been extremely happy with this sell. And if you're in a super flex league, it would have easily been Aaron Rodgers, where you know contenders are looking like you have an older player you're trying to get him off your roster. So and he got hurt. I, I, it, I don't, it doesn't don't like matter. It does not matter. Remember, just like the touchdowns, it does not matter. <laughs> this how is you not finish. the same. This it is would not be, the same. Hey, you went like you traded away. Hey, you make your case, first. Jared over here. Yeah, let me make somebody. my case. Yeah, yeah go ahead. down make, over there. Make, let, him, let him make his Kanye case. West over my Tay Tay. Come on. Um, know a lot about Taylor Swift, it seems like. I am. I'm a Swifty. And, you know, this is a player that if you went, you, you, they bring in all his, they bring in, they have Brees Hall. They bring in all the weapons he wants. He, the GM there. The hype is out of control uh, for New York Jets. You know, our friend Nick is, he's a stack. They think they're going to the Super Bowl. He's talking smack. And then four play. he finished the year at neg- negative points. Like the four plays in the season and he's out for the year. And your dynasty hopes are over if you made the move for him. So the best sell you could have made, because literally, if you get a box of cookies, you you won. I mean, so I in most cases, say Daniel Jones. In most cases, a box of cookies. No, because he scored points. <laughs> I, I was just twisting the knife a little bit. So your fantasy disappointment should have Daniel been, Jones will be back, baby. Sure. Hey, so, I am now the treasurer so of the right. fan club, becoming a value. He will be the back. It's a little dart throw. It's it's a dart throw. Yeah. A lot. Do the Giants draft a quarterback is the question. I asked that question like weeks ago and you laughed at me. Yeah, because TJ is the man. He's got guaranteed money next year. And he, listen, I also asked about Kenny Pickett. That team was abysmal. Ooh. Their defense didn't know what they were doing. Yeah, Kenny Pickett. Is he starting this weekend? Ooh. He is not. Mason Rudolph is. Garrett, who was your Ooh. cell? Is he, is he healthy? And Rudolph Rudolph still I have starting? no idea. I yeah, think yeah. he is, though. But Mason yeah, Rudolph Josh started. Jacobs. Josh Jacobs. And I had Aaron Rodgers <laughs> with a lot of in-depth thought about it. <laughs> and knowledge. I'm just gonna say you all win on this one. Yes. I don't. What a. I don't what a like save. any of them. <laughs> you. I want to buy all of those players. None of them win. All right. So the MVP, you kind of let the cat out of the bag. I'm Obviously, sorry. clearly yeah. Christian McCaffrey, right? All three of us. No, 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 no. I'm just double checking here. I'm just gonna. Double yeah, yeah. Just recount the ballots. Double um, check here, Christian McCaffrey. Look for a hanging Chad. Christian McCaffrey. All right. Twenty-four point four six points per game in PPR, PPR, PPR leagues. He offers the biggest advantage at a premium position, right? Hard to find those. I want all backs. my leagues right, Chris McCaffrey. Kyron Williams is the only player that was even nipping at his heels, and he was three points per game below him. All the other players were seven to nine points behind him that were still running back once. No, seven to nine points behind him on a points per game basis that were the other running back ones. That is a ridiculous advantage. He's the MVP. Uh, based off that alone, 101 more points than running back two, Brees Hall. 101 more points. It's hilarious that his worst game of the season was in the championship game when they're just like, eh, you're kind of dinged up. Don't go back in. And he still had 13.1 points. His, yeah, his, his worst game of the year. 13.1 points. All by his second worst game of the year was week six where he scored 14 points. And then he scored 16 points once. No, week week five, he had uh, 13.8 against the oh, Browns. So oh, yeah, sorry. It's right? all over. Wasn't it against the Browns? Yeah, banged on the twenties. Coming he in and out of the game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's the MVP. Uh, what a great buy he was up those couple of years, <laughs> and he, there's no sign of slowing him down. And definitely in that offense, he'll win uh, forever. He's he's to go. As long as he's healthy, he's start him and enjoy. Yeah. Yep. So that's it. That's our award show. Thanks for listening. Uh, make sure you check out the Nerd Herd. Make sure, hey, it's rookie season. There's no better time to join the Nerd Herd than right now to get in that film room. We just had a huge, massive film room update. We uploaded hundreds of film. Uh, any rookie you want to watch film on, 
right now. This is the place to be in the Dice Nerds film room. Watch every single player, all their games, all 22 film. And again, you can watch a game in five minutes, right? Like you go in there, you pick uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. And what we what you see is all 22 film of every snap that he was on. If he was in that play till the play is over, you watch the snap that he's in there. Mm-hmm. So you can watch his a game in five minutes. We have... T- if you're in the industry and you watch film, use our film room. If you play Dynasty and you're really in a, like you watch film, use our film room. There's no better way to judge a rookie. You can read all the scouting reports you want. You can you can read all the analytics you want, but nothing tells you more than watching the film. And we talk about all the time. It's not just the plays where they're getting the ball. It's plays that they don't get the ball as well. Yeah, like sure. It, show it shows something. a lot about their character as a football player. Yeah, a lot it showed of times. a lot. Yep. It's one of the things like you didn't like Jamar Chase as much because of what you saw when he didn't have the ball. Yeah, Jalen Rager hated what I saw. Hated when, what when saw. he was not. Judy. There's no better yeah. way to drop a deuce than watching the <laughs> yeah. film room. It I'm is. Not, yeah. It's and now you get so you get you, you get the Dynasty GM, which was my the best Dynasty tool out there right now. You get so much more as well. But right now, the most important thing you're gonna get coming up with the nerd score as well is a Dice Nerds film room. Absolutely. Check it out. It's for the price of a cup of coffee. You can watch hundreds of hours of film right now. So even if you just want to dive in there for a month, check it out. You know, use, uh, there's no promo code. So pay for the full cup of coffee. All right. Tis the season of being poor because you spend all your money on holidays. <laughs> but you know, what's, what's another five bucks? Yeah. So we'll be back next week. Actually, we'll be back tomorrow. Oh yeah. Talking dynasty, fantasy football. Adios.